everybody and welcome to another episode of where the fuck are the popcorn bags the podcast where we review a movie but not before we give you some pivots and then go watch it while we eat some snacks i am the one and only mantis toboggan and fucking brianna man i don't know she got covid and shit but don't tell nobody I'm Brianna, and I don't have COVID, but I would like to apologize for telling everybody that Paramount Plus is only four ninety nine. It's actually nine ninety nine a month. You goddamn bitch! And today we'll be watching the twenty twenty two American romantic comedy action thriller film Lost City. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and myself will give you some of our expectations and tell you about some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet brianna why is the why is the service industry crumbling and people with covid have to work um i don't know tidbits well maybe i'll let you know in some tidbits just kidding we don't talk about that stuff here uh ladies and gentlemen the movie of the night is lost city (laughs) Um, let me go to my notes, which I have recently stopped taking, is written, directed by the Knee Brothers. Oh, yeah. How could I have forgotten that one? Weird. Aaron Knee and Adam Knee. We got some more brothers going on. Um, <laughs> wonder if this is going to take a Uncut Gems, safty type turn. You know, you know, how those, you know how brothers like to, to direct Brianna. Probably not, though. I got a feeling that the knees aren't as creative as the, the Zafties. The knees, are <laughs> the knees, the knees aren't up there in the top uh, brother directing duos for no, me. No, well, they've directed some things like nothing. Uh, you can the Lost City <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the upcoming Masters of the Universe. Weird. Okay, not into that, but all right. Um, this uh, The Lost City is written by a few people, um, two, two of them being the Knee Brothers, one of them being a man named Oren Uziel, who we have spoken about before because he was a writer on Mortal Kombat, Brianna. Uh, he, mm. he also did 22 Jump Street, so maybe, what's his face, Channing Tatum was like, hey, bring, bring my guy Oren over cool he's also working on detective pikachu 2 i like detective pikachu 1 that was that was a good movie i was a big fan of that i like sonic 1 too Mm, that's fair that's fair he also did the cloverfield paradox which i never saw i didn't want to watch it after the second one because the second one was so good and i was like or no was it the third one no it's the second one yeah one with john goodman that was damn good i was like i'm stopping here it's not gonna get any better uh, and then also a woman named Dana Fox, who did some writing for Cruella, and How to Be Single, which is oh that movie yeah, which is oh with uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> It had uh, Dakota Johnson and yeah, Re- Rebel Wilson, Allison Bree, Allison Bree Beans, Skeletally. Yeah. Sure, that's a good movie. That was a it was quirky. It was 
nice little quirky girl movie. She wrote an episode of Children's Hospital, which is a weird show on Adult Swim. Since You've since. described it as a weird show on Adult Swim before. Have I? Yes. Well, it, I stand by that. She was also a producer <laughs> on New Girl. Yeah, nothing. Just people, professionals. Professionals getting paid to make a movie. I, I, it stars, you know, Sandy Bullock and Channing Tatum. I didn't know it starred Daniel Radcliffe and Brad Pitt. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Oscar from The Office is in it. Bowen Yang is in this. Love me some Bowen Yang. That guy's funny. Let him, mm-hmm. He needs to be in more movies as the main person. Um, He's the star of Crazy Rich Asians too. I thought. I didn't even know they were making a Crazy Rich Asians too, Rihanna. They are, and I'm honestly not very excited. That's messed up of me because it's AAPI month. Uh, I'll let you. I'll give, forgive you for this one. All right, cool. I don't know about the rest of my people, but I will forgive you. Let me know. Uh, Bree. I don't know. Like at the time of this recording, not looking so hot. Got a six point two out of ten on IMDb, <laughs> based on forty two thousand reviews. A seventy nine percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, based on two hundred forty one reviews, and an eighty three percent audience score. Uh, the hogs seem to be geared up for this. You have a hog friend who said he liked it. It also has a seventy one percent. Uh, Google users like this movie and a 60% on Metacritic. I was excited for this movie low-key, and then over the last couple weeks, as I've seen more and more, I don't know, they really, really just nab you with the Sandy Bullock-Channing Tatum combo. And you're like, yeah, I'm in. And then I got a feeling that this movie's not going to live up to the acting. I always do that to Sandy Bullock. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Sandy Bullock will be in like three, two or three duds in a row, and then she'll have a hit, win an Oscar, and then, and then another hit where she's like a comedic genius in some movie, and then she has two or three duds in a row. But hey, well, listen. Once again, we have been pleasantly surprised many a time on this show. We've also been, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's been lots of times where we've gone into it being like, oh, and then coming out of it like. Ray poured on my body. Ooh, I'm so sad. Anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I like Sandy Bullock. I like Channing Tatum. They both have come out with some funny movies that kind of caught me off guard. So, you know, that's how I'm going into this movie. I'm ready to be... Wowed? Pleasantly surprised. Good enough. Now, let me ask you, do you have any tidbits? No, honestly, the tidbits that I was reading were just like, they felt like the same thing just reworded like a hundred times. Yeah, that's fair. Do you have your synopsis? I am excited to see my guy Daniel Radcliffe. I love to see Harry Potter outside of Harry Potter, where he's funny. Yeah, he's a good actor, and when you place him in the, he's kind of like Channing Tatum, where he's funny. He's a funny actor. And in the right moments, he can really, you get a lot out of him, so... I don't want to see Harry Potter in, like, a magic mic, though. Mm, you don't know that. <laughs> Give me the synopsis. <sighs> the Lost City. Today's sponsor is DoorDash. Nice. You can order food from your favorite restaurants and get it delivered right to your door. Make sure you tip your driver so they don't break the system and make your, your food late. <laughs> or canceled. <laughs> Or non-existent and break my goddamn app. Don't DoorDash. 
Tip your driver. Don't asshole. Don't cancel me. <laughs> DoorDash. I've gotten canceled, but that's usually the restaurant's fault. I've been canceled. Uh, last week we experienced a, a DoorDash blackout mm-hmm. where I couldn't get in, and all the while I complain that my DoorDash isn't working, but. I know there's like one person working in the restaurant I'm ordering from, and I'm the real asshole, but at least I tip my driver. When you're using DoorDash, don't say the N-word. No tip. Always tip, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. We're big tippers here at Where the Fuck is Popcorn Bags. All right. Uh, grab your bowls of... Oh, yeah, you're, you're this... I forgot. I got I got too gung-ho. I'm sorry, Brianna. Give me the synopsis. It's okay. It's Okay. <laughs> A reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure. I can, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, it doesn't need to be 112 minutes. This is a 90-minute movie. <laughs> 90 minutes. 100 max. Uh, I'm just like I'm sick of these movies. Is man. this some? Is this a movie theater? Is this a movie company like propaganda thing where they're like, if we make the movies longer, people will buy more food? No, Do you think that's what it is. Shit because knows. I, you know, people are sneaking in food all the time. Like it's now a, it's a it's a viral sensation. Not, to yeah, sneak in we, food. now we know what we can. It's they don't like. I bring in all of my snacks course but like what's what's going on why why are movies all of a sudden very long yeah uh, let's just go watch this hunk of junk uh, i'm sorry i i don't want to be cynical <laughs> grab your balls of soup everybody uh and in three two one i hope i'm pleasantly surprised <gasps> What's up, Coos Hounds? And we're back uh, from watching a movie. Um, Should have just came out on Paramount Plus, Brianna. It shouldn't even hit theaters. I can't even believe it hit theaters. Ooh, Brianna! What did you think of The Lost City? Oh, my Coos is dry after that. Oh, the hogs had it wrong here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I don't like romance movies. They bore the shit out of me. So, it's quite possible that Manty Baby, just not his genre, not his shtick, not his, not his scene. Brianna, do you typically like these kind of movies? I typically enjoy a rom-com, but... Would you consider this a rom-com? <sighs> well, it what was, is the, what's it Okay, first of all, let's... It's funny, I think. Mm, let's, let's discuss that for a second. <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. This was an... This was like an action romance. This was like a true lies. Mm, all right. That's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, but seriously, like, it was like an adventure romance. Like, I don't really think they make these a lot anymore. Um, but they definitely came out in the 80s, I feel like. There was, you know, someone traversing some type of landscape for love, or yeah, there's usually like the love forms along the way. It's like Shrek. This is like Shrek. Yeah. 
Not in a good way. It's funny. No, no. This is. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that this the type of movie. I guess. Um. I don't know. I'm it's, pretty sure it's it's very similar to *Romancing the Stone*. I've see I've never <laughs> seen *Romancing the Stone*, so I don't. I but but but, I'm pretty sure it's about two people that fall in love while they're on a journey to find a stone. That's probably the gist, right? Uh, probably. Something. There's probably a woman. There's probably an author that you know is like a big writer, and he writes all this stuff, and then there's. A woman who's like, oh, I'm just some tired old broad who just needs adventure in her life. I'm just into. The, I'm just here for the coos. <laughs> My coos just needs a little rejuvenating, and I'm just gonna go out there and get wet with adventure. Where the fuck is the coos? <laughs> that um, shirt. Yeah, no. Okay, I I do. So in general, I do enjoy a rom com, but. You're right. This movie isn't really necessarily a rom com. It's not I'm fucking. Not really sure what it was. It was bad though. <laughs> it's not sure. Harry Met Sally. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Fifty First Dates meets uh, Never Ending Story. This is weird. I don't like this movie. I'm honestly like kind of disappointed that it was so bad. <laughs> now here's the thing. Would I watch this movie if it was 1 a.m. and I was on my Steam Deck and I was just kind of laying there and I put it on in the background because the familiar voices of Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock would be okay for me? Yes, I would. But I guess ultimately while I'm saying that out loud, I'm realizing that in a situation like that, I'd be much more apt to put on always sunny in philadelphia or something more familiar so i would probably not put this on for the back in the background <laughs> so actually erase that whole scenario yeah I so, just it, told so you. i guess the movie proves no point whatsoever um yeah honestly very very disappointed that this movie sucked as bad as it did I now am even more torn about the opinions of the people I work with on if movies are good or not. You, uh, you do this thing with you do this thing where you go, and, and you then s- I eat some fava beans. Yeah, you sound like a Dr. Hannah <laughs> That's my coos. <laughs> Some fava beans and a nice cuisanti. <laughs> <laughs> Silence of the coos in theaters fall 2022. Um, yeah, no, it's just Brad Pitt was wow. great. I th- I enjoyed him. Brad Pitt him. was great. Who's Daniel G- Radcliffe was great. Was he? No, he's not. <laughs> Let's not go that far. Daniel Radcliffe, the boy who lived, <laughs> was come to die. <laughs> no, but he, did you like his performance? Because I, I, I don't know if he didn't. I don't think he gave a bad performance, but his character sucked. Oh well, yeah, but that was the point. I thought. I thought he was supposed to be a big. No, shit no, no, not like. Oh man, this character makes me upset. Like it's just kind of boring. He was a bad. 
He was a terrible. He bad was very guy. um. He was very predictable. It was like a predictable like bad guy. Like oh yeah, here we go. Terrible bad guy. Very boring bad guy. Uh, same old, same old. Not even that bad at the end of the day. <laughs> Channing Tatum was easily the best part of this movie. Uh, or Aunt Sandy Bullock. Aunt Sandy Bullock, of course. Really? Uh, I mean, there's not much else going on for it. I think Oscar from the Oscar. Office yeah, but was he was he was not movie. he was in it for five seconds. I'm ter- in terms of having to watch the whole movie, Sandy Bullock and Channing Tatum were their Sandy Bullock and Channing Tatumist. I will say that this movie tried to be a little too much like Twenty One Jump Street, a little too much Jump Street humor in there for me. They really tried to shove it down your throat. There's a couple times where Channing Tatum was just he was just saying like like lines over and over. Like he'd say a joke and he'd say it like four or five different in four or five different ways i'm not saying that uh yeah i'm not saying sandy bullock's not a funny actress but but shannon tatum did play off of like jonah hill a lot better like rob riggle dave franco like he just didn't have the support that he had in 21 drum street in this movie that's true that's a fair point they're a good cat. This this was just the two of them. The, the cast was really thin. Even Daniel Radcliffe was not in it for a majority of the movie, right? Mm-mm. And and then was that her publicist? Her publisher? Yeah, it was her publisher. Who could have been played by someone a lot funnier. I, 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 I liked the journey that she went on. Like the little like <laughs> sea story that they had going on. I thought that was that was funny. Um, but she was very bland. Yeah, didn't really. It seemed like they were just trying to go for fill a. It seemed like when they filled that role, they were trying to fill a type of person. You know what I mean? Like it seemed like they were. They, it seemed like whoever wrote this wrote wrote it didn't write the character, and then like they were like, let's like let's cast the best person for this role. They were like, we have to cast this specific person. We have to cast a specific person because, like, that just fits, like, who we wrote for. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's just, like, like, I I, I don't know. It seemed very, like, I don't know. It seemed kind of (laughs) suspicious. Like she was friends with the Knee Brothers? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like someone dropped out last minute and they were like, oh, call that girl that always DMs us. They're like, we wrote this role specifically for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Overall, the movie was just very meh. Even the scenery was meh. The CGI, if it was CGI, I mean, I don't think, I don't think it was awful, though. No, it definitely was. It's not the worst we've seen, especially, like, on a a movie recently but eh, it could have gone straight to paramount plus didn't need to be a big theater movie at all i wonder how much money it made in theaters i'm gonna check what's the what movie did we watch recently that the cgi was like Ooh, mama. uh the adam project was pretty rough no that wasn't that bad it was something else after that i feel like it was worse than in my opinion it was worse than project Red or Red Notice. Um, 
Adam Project had that really bad uh, Catherine Catherine Keener CGI. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, the bubble had bad CGI, but I didn't know if that was intentional. No, the yeah, I think that was kind of intentional. Uh, budget yeah. budget sixty eight million, box office one seventy, The Lost City. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty good. Wow, people must have been desperate. Yeah. So then they were like, "All right, now we can throw it on Paramount Plus." People will just—they're just eating up the slop. They're like yeah. they're like Sandra Channing. Take off we your shirts. They really sexualized the two of them, pretty heavily in this movie, huh? It's about damn time. They really went for it. <laughs> I really feel like this movie was for, like, people in their forties. Who horn, or horned up over Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. Who were just, like, ready to slap coups. Yeah, who miss romance movies. They don't make good romance movies anymore. They ain't a good rom-com thriller. Rom, <laughs> rom-action. Ac-a-rom-com. Ac- Me one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Bada-bing, eh. bada-boom. Hey, gabagoo. You fucking gabagoo. Give me What's your, your popcorn bag score? <laughs> give me your, give me your Bronx uh, version of He Who Shall Not Be Named. Harry Potter, the boy who lived, <laughs> <laughs> has come to die. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, pretty good. What was your popcorn bag score? Thirteen. <laughs> that's the number that popped. Up. <laughs> that's the number that just popped into my head. I'm not even giving it this movie enough thought. I'm just whatever number just popped into my head. I'm going with, and that's a thirteen out of fifty popcorn bags. What about you? With a recommendation of like, yo, if this is on stars and you got stars, pop it on. If it's like halfway through, yeah, and you like, there's nothing else on TV. Maybe you're so homesick, and you got and you have stars. This is a specific situation you have to be in <laughs> for me to for me to uh, conscientiously tell you to watch this movie. Recommend it to you. I would give it an eighteen out of fifty. That's a little gracious, but okay. Eighteen out of fifty. Brad Pitt bumped me up a little bit. Ooh, the Pitmeister, pity titties. Even though he was in it for not long enough, I liked his hair. I liked his presence. I wouldn't recommend this movie. Um, I like the unceremonious deaths. There was a couple of them. Yeah, there there was a... We'll get into it. Yeah, don't even give it that. Um, So no recommendation? No. Spoilers on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, favorite parts, favorite parts. Brianna, why don't you start me out with your favorite parts? My favorite part. Brad Pitt. Actually, I have a big spoiler. Uh, I don't know if you can tell by the, the sound of my voice. A spoiler of mine between you and me, pee bags. I fell asleep for about five minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! What? How was that possible? It was. 
it was one of those it was a perfect storm of like the edible I took hitting me hard my already tired feeling from the day and then I was just like all lumped over and the movie was just so slow um I don't know if it was a full five minutes. It could have been one of those like 30 second lapses of like, whoa. <laughs> but I just remember what, what? watching part of the movie. I didn't go on my phone at all. But I remember watching part of the movie and there was a scene and then I like woke up because I thought I heard you talking and they were all of a sudden like under the ground about to reveal the, the place where they kept the skeletons. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is why we're rebranding as a non-review podcast. As a recommend, we're a recommendation podcast now. Uh, the review was, I don't know, I was in dreamland. <laughs> Fucking Brianna, five minutes. It sounds like you were asleep a lot longer than five minutes. It couldn't have been that long. Oh my god. It's because, you know what? It could have been that long because you would have tried to talk to me and then realized I wasn't talking back and you would have, like, texted me or something. Well, so, was your favorite part when you <laughs> fell asleep? <laughs> was it your nap? Yeah, and my least favorite part was when I woke up. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Uh, um, Brad Pitt. Daniel Radcliffe, the song by Lotto at the end, and, uh... Wait, Lotto? I thought that was, uh... What's her face? Big butt chick from Australia. Iggy Azalea? Iggy Azalea. No, that was Lotto. Oh. Fuck Iggy Azalea. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Wait, no, let's talk about... She wishes. Let's talk about Brad Pitt for a second. He was fantastic. He was in the movie for 15 minutes. He comes in, he does some badass shit, he's very handsome, he's wearing cool stuff, he talks very cool, he's gonna save the day, and then he gets shot in the head. Like, brains blown to bits, like, it was rough. It was, like, very, like, whoa, that was a good part of the movie, I liked that, I liked how they did that. There was another unceremonious death later on in the movie where a guy that they'd been talking, they'd been, like, traveling with the whole time just fell off a cliff, and they were kind of like, okay... Like, let's just keep moving. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? Um, he wasn't very important to the story, but he was still around for a little bit. Um, Wait, what guy fell off a cliff? Keith. I think it was Keith. Who's Keith? Kenneth? Keith? It was the guy. It was a man who fell off a cliff. And they were like, ah. What? That was probably Did when I you fall were asleep that whole time. Brianna, Brianna was asleep the entire movie, and she doesn't even realize it. What? Let me <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you remember when they found the seals? Did you fucking lying? <laughs> yeah, I am. You're fucking lying. I know you, they didn't see that. I literally, I couldn't have been asleep for that long, but yeah, I didn't, definitely didn't say anything to you when I did wake up. Can we talk about how the whole movie, Channing Tatum is fall, like fawning all over Sandra Bullock, but he's in this weird love triangle with her dead husband because Sandra Bullock is just constantly thinking about her dead husband the whole movie 
Um, yeah, that was kind of the theme of the movie was that Sandra Bullock lost her husband like eight years prior to the beginning of the film. And the lady in the book, her like story was the same as Sandy Bullock's. And like after her husband passed away, she didn't feel inspired anymore. And she was just like, I hate this. I hate the world. I hate those books. Like, I'm going to lock myself in my house. Um, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Boring. Not a good reason. Yeah. It was, they they was didn't. Con- I understand it, Brianna, but they didn't convey it well. No, they didn't convey anything well in this movie. This movie was so boring for me. Like, honest, I almost want to say Sonic the Hedgehog was a little like a teeny tiny little morsel bit better. I'm so high. I'm they so, had I'm so, Sonic I'm had so, way more things for me to laugh. Yeah, I could at, at least after. I could at least shit on Sonic a little more. This movie was just like bleep, a little blip in the screen. It's listen. It's no the Blind Side. This was I like um Sandra Bullock in the Heat. You remember that movie? Yeah, the one they movie. filmed in Boston with yep. Melissa McCarthy good and movie. Bill Burr. That movie is funny, and it showed, again, it was one of those ones where, like, Sandy Bullock starts off as ugly, and then she sort of becomes pretty, not quite as much as Miss Congeniality, but, like, similar to that. She's not even ugly in Miss Congeniality. She just has, like, (laughs) bad hair. Yeah, but that's the transformation that people love, is the hair. The hair, like, the hair, take the glasses off, like, that's it. Yeah, the glasses are a Case closed. You need to take the glasses off. But I loved that movie, so, like, I know she can be comedic, and, like, Channing Tatum, 21 Jump Street, come on! Like, two caught me way off guard movies that were much funnier than I thought they would be, and then this movie... What a what a bash to the koozie. <laughs> How about Brad Pitt's villain arc? Is that what that was? I know you kind of thought that he's going to be the villain in the next movie that I hope doesn't happen, and I pray every night now that it won't, but you think he's going to be the villain? You think he, like, he uploaded Daniel Radcliffe's brain into his brain? <laughs> so Brad Pitt in the after credit scene comes back after, you you know, you think he's been dead the entire time. And he said that he transferred the 10% of his brain that he used to another 10% of his brain. Uh, And so he's totally fine, but he had some anger issues to work out. And then he was kind of looking at Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock in a yoga studio. It was was not bode well for us. We're going to have to watch that if they make a second one. If it's more Brad Pitt, then I might, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, Brad Pitt needs to be in more things. If it's Brad Pitt heavy... Yeah, I love Brad Pitt. Me too. I'm gonna look up what's he in. What's what's come? What's Brad Pitt got going on? He must be in. He's something. got a movie coming up with Sandra Bullock. That's why they were in this movie together. Brad Pitt, IMDb. I always want to type in IMBD. I don't know. I don't know why I am instead of IMDb. I am Baby Daddy. Brad Pitt's yeah. won. Brad Pitt's won two Oscars. Yeah. What? 
He won one for, uh, I think, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Once Upon and the fucking 12 Years a Slave. He was a, he was a producer on that. See? Brad Pitt, American hero. Brad Pitt is an American hero. <laughs> um, Brad Pitt has got a few things coming out. No, oh, as, a, as a producer. He's got something called Babylon. Wait, what's this? Bullet Train. <clears throat> it says that's out that's already. That's the movie. You, didn't you see the... You, I feel like you sent me a preview for that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's out already, though? Oh, no, that's in August. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely out. I was asleep the whole time. And then there's a there's a movie called Babylon. And it says, plot unknown, rumored to be set in period Hollywood. Jamie and Chazelle, uh Brad Pitt, Olivia Wilde, Margot Robbie, Tobey Maguire. You know we're big... the producer? No, I mean, he might be, but he's in it, too. That's probably how he gets roles now. He produces things. We're big Tobey Maguire fans. We just like any weird white guy. <laughs> um, And then he's going to be in something that's called Untitled George Clooney, Brad Pitt, John Watts Project. Ocean's 14. Follows two lone wolf fixers who are assigned to do the same job. And John Watts, for people who don't know, is the guy who directed all the Spider-Mans. <laughs> no, he directed all the Spider-Mans. And then this is the new John Wick spinoff, John Watts. <laughs> and then the Onion shorts and Fat Boy Slim music videos. Sick. Yeah. So that's good, though. At least he's doing good stuff. What about? What about Leonardo DiCaprio? He's got stuff coming out. Don't look up. Brianna, Two. your jokes are so bad. He's got... That wasn't a joke. Killers of the Flower Moon? This is sound very positive. <laughs> Members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered. Under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation all involving A.J. Edgar Hoover. Jesse Plemons is in it. Leonardo DiCaprio loves no, a period not. piece. No, he's not. But Leo De Niro. Yes, Jesse Plemons is in it. Uh, <laughs> let's go. John Lithgow. Um, that's a that's a good show. A really good show. Brendan Fraser's in it. Brendan Fraser's in it. And it is directed, obviously, by, well, not obviously to Brianna, because she doesn't know things, but by Martin Scorsese. Who's that? He is a new director. He's Japanese. Is he two brothers? Yes. Martin and Scorsese are two people. Okay. Two Japanese brothers. They're Siamese twins. But they're Japanese. But they're Japanese. They're Siamese Japanese. Japanese Siamese. Japanese Siamese. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Do you remember that? Nur- Do you remember that weird? I keep. Uh, it's not a nursery rhyme. That weird rhyme. Not weird. Terrible. Terrible. Awful. <laughs> racist rhyme that that kids used to say back in the day. 
Of course I do. I used to hear it all the time. Oh my god. Did they say it to you? Or just like you just... Not like to my face. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd sing it around me. Oh man. Fine. I never under the end I feel like always changed. I never really got the end of the you know the beginning, you know. But the end is like Do you go up to the moon? Yeah, I go up to the moon. If you want to, if you believe in yourself. I guess. If you're Elon Musk, yeah. My grandmother told me one time that they used to sing like uh, songs while while doing like hopscotch, and they'd be about like like how they wanted to kill Hitler. <laughs> and, 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 Is like, that a bad thing? No, but I just feel like <laughs> you imagine like you imagine walking down the street and you just like. You hear, you heard kids doing like playing hopscotch or double dutch, and they were just doing their rhymes, like, you know, like, like the hand they were doing the hand games, but they were doing and they were talking about like killing Putin. Like you'd be like, huh? <laughs> you'd be like, what? That's weird. That's a weird thing that's happening. I'd be pretty impressed. <laughs> yeah, you. I guess you would. You'd be like, wow, your <laughs> your kids grasp what musical on, talent. The, your, your grasp on geopolitics is pretty impressive for being eight and your your rhyming and your hand-eye coordination <laughs> bravo <laughs> yeah yeah <sighs> get those kids to menza yeah no, those kids wouldn't handle these days that's cause... why that generation was just better than us because they could they understood geopolitics at an early age they had great hand-eye coordination and a, a great grasp on uh, you know, like rhymes. That's <laughs> brain power. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you damn millennials! You don't know how to fucking rhyme. You can't do shit. Millennials Patty killing the my rhyme. Ass. <laughs> millennials killing the rhyme industry. Can't um, f- did you have um? Did you have anything that you didn't like about the movie that really stuck out to you? I did. Yeah, there were no racist rhymes. <laughs> I know. I didn't like the music. Um, it was I, very like who done it, but in the middle of like an action romance movie. Oh, like what do you mean, like do 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 do? Yeah, like ooh, we're creeping up behind someone. Do do do. <laughs> Open up the safe, but you got a lot of say. Boom. Yeah. Um, I didn't really notice that, to be honest with you. I, I did. Def- I definitely noticed I that more. Asleep. I noticed that more last week in Sonic. Yeah, but Sonic at least has, like, kind of video game-esque music. No. Wait, the, the waiting room music. This one was just like, oh, we couldn't pay for music. I mean, sixty sixty-eight million dollars. How much do you think went to Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum? Forty. I was gonna say forty-two. <laughs> I was gonna say forty as well. I really was. Um. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be because they weren't paying anyone else. Oscar from The Office wasn't getting paid that big. Good, good. Brad Pitt probably was like, "Oh, I guess I'll negotiate something." And Daniel Radcliffe's just like. The boy who lived has come to make a decent wage. 
Yeah, he definitely, he probably got a couple bills for this, but I don't know, like, what's his demand like? I can't, uh, I can't imagine people are banging down his door to give him money. Honestly, you know the money, though, that he got from Harry Potter. He oh, could yeah. just pick anything, so he's just like, I want to pick stuff that seems funny to me. That's true. Like, no one's going to take me super seriously. Like, I'm, I'm a small man. Trapped in like a boy's body. Oh like, do you think? Do you think Tom Holland's gonna have the same? Tom Holland is clearly a better actor. I feel like. After seeing Uncharted, I am not sure. What about what about Cherry? <laughs> oh, the not Oscar-nominated movie Cherry, <laughs> starring <laughs> starring Tom Holland. Um, The Devil All the Time, the not Oscar nominated movie starring Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. Uh, Batman, Spider Man. The not not Oscar nominated movie Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not that Daniel Radcliffe's career after Harry Potter has been award winning either, but Tom Holland also has that same, like, oh man, I'm small ish looking on screen. And unless anyone's going to take me seriously, like, Tom Cruise is going to have to go. Ooh, yeah. Tom, Tom Holland would be a great replacement for Tom Cruise once Tom Cruise leaves the celestial body and decides to go to Xenu or wherever the fuck he's going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's like, I feel like at 60, you have to retire to the, the moon. I was looking at pictures of him recently because he's been at the Top Gun premieres and he's definitely had some some face stuff got done. Tom Cruise? Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Definitely. He's probably got some cheeky stuff done, some Botox, um, some collagen in his eyeballs. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, though. <laughs> Can you put collagen in your eyeballs? I bet people have tried. Mm, mm. I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about who the first person was to be like, let's think LASIK's a good idea. We're going to cut a flap off your eye, shoot a laser in it, and then we're going to put the flap back. Who wants to try it? (laughs) No thanks. Who wants firsties on that one? Gabagool. Yeah. Lost City. Lost City. Lost Cause. Lost... On that note, ladies and gentlemen, Brown, I think I'm just going to call it on that. Least favorite parts, the whole movie just sucked. Like, I don't have anything specific. I told you my least favorite part was when I woke up from my nap and I was like, oh, damn it. Well, everybody, we love you so much. Thank you for listening to our non-review recommendation podcast. Even though it started out as a review, it's fine. Yeah. We're We're getting to it. It's a soft rebrand. Baby steps. Thanks for sticking with us. We love you. Good night, everybody. Brianna, uh, what are we watching next week? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, We're watching the um, the oh chip- chipmunk chip- movie, the chip- chip- chipmunk, chippy, chippy, chippies, rescue rangers, Chippendale rescue rangers, Chippendales, the the documentary the inside about document yeah, inside about story dong. of koozies <laughs> about dong about the male coos peddling dong. <laughs> Inside, look at peddling dong. <laughs> All right, yeah. everybody, we love you. <laughs> good night, say br- good night, Brianna. Good night, bye. Bye, beans. Bye.